Hello and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast, where it's all about real food and holistic living in the real world. With your host, nutritional therapist, Amy Love. And please note our disclaimer, all information and content in this podcast is for general information only and not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello, and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast. Today's Tuesday, so it's Travel Tuesday. I'm here with my husband, Matt. Hello. And we were, let's see, last week we were just leaving um, L.A. to go to Paso Robles, and... Paso Robles is known for great food and amazing wine. So the drive over there was actually really beautiful. We passed grove after grove of nut trees, especially pistachio trees, and that was just like really cool. And then we got into town and pulled into our RV resort. We stayed at the Vines RV Resort. Really quite nice. I would highly recommend that. They had a a community space with a bar on on site where you could go in and just sort of hang out. Yeah, they had local wines there and they even had a nice grill outside you could use. Yeah, that was cool. They had beanbag games and a big stone fireplace that you could sit around and then an activity center. So it was really lovely when you weren't, you know, out and about. You could just spend some time on the property. It's kind of a small uh, resort. It wasn't just enormous. So, you know, easy to walk around. Not a lot of nature. It was closer to the to the town, but very well kept and maintained um, and very friendly folks. So I definitely recommend that place. Um, and then that night we went out to dinner. We actually went into downtown Paso, and which is so cute. That town square is just like totally adorable. Yeah, it's great. And it was a refreshing change of pace in that uh, all the parking there was free. Yeah, because <laughs> we'd just been in Los Angeles. And so parking was hard to find and very expensive. But um, in Paso, it was all free, and it was all very close, so that was super nice. Um, and the square is actually like around a park, and so uh, we went out and uh, walked around the square for a bit, but then we settled on Roberts for dinner, and that was really good. Yeah, very nice setting in there, too. It yeah, pretty. it was pretty, and uh, service was fantastic. Uh, they had just a fabulous wine list, the, all the local wine, and I don't think you could really go wrong. So um, I don't remember exactly what wine we had, but it was really good. I don't know. I think we tried a white and a red. Yeah, we may have. Oh, actually, because we had scallops for an appetizer. So I think we started with a glass of white that we split, and then I think we had a short rib special and a maybe a pork special and, and split some red. So. Short rib? I can't believe it. Yeah, I know. Who would ever order such a thing? Um, so, <laughs> one of my favorites. So anyway, so that was kind of a nice, uh, calm oh. night. So the next morning, we actually um, decided to drive the PCH, the Pacific Coast Highway. And, you know, we had done a little bit of that when we were down in San Diego. Um, but we had kind of caught up with the middle section. And so now it was time to, to do that. And so we started out really early and went from... Paso into Cambria and what a pretty drive oh that is gorgeous you drive past all the wineries and rolling hills yeah and and you can start seeing the ocean oh it's amazing there were like a lot of places that we turned off and took pictures and uh it was just really beautiful so and then when we got to Cambria there's actually a really cool um natural grocery store there um called Centrally Grown and that was a super fun place to check out. And I think we kind of grabbed a bite to eat. I remember we got a sage and brown butter shortbread cookie. 
Yeah, that I was really inventive. They were having a wine tasting there, and so we sat there in a chair and overlooked the big window to the ocean. It was really something. Yeah, it's right off the ocean. And, man, that area is so windy. Yes. It's crazy, and I think it's always windy because we actually went back another time, and it was... In, it was even worse. Then. It was. Yeah, it was, you almost couldn't get out of the car. Um, but that was really cool, and, you know, we stocked up on some stuff for the road, and just enjoyed the area they actually have gardens out back and um they have a patio that you can go sit and just sort of you know drink the wine hang out whatever um but it is a grocery store so you know it's kind of nice i think they do some chair massage there and stuff like that it's just a beautiful center so really worth the stop at centrally grown and then um yeah we went over and kind of checked out the beach and and uh Again, it was super windy. They, Cambria actually has like a, a seawall or some kind of a trail that you can walk along the beach. And if you can stand the wind, then you can. Yeah, once we got <laughs> further up, it wasn't near as windy. I don't know what it was. It's about like right there. It must be the way that they're situated. But anyway, so we drove up and um, on the PCH, again, Highway 1, and you go past Hearst Castle and San Simeon. And, you know, that's um, publishing giant Hearst, uh, the castle. It's way up on the hill and just absolutely enormous we actually didn't go in and take the tour you yeah you have to take a shuttle up there you can't yeah drive yourself. you can't drive yourself which i kind of was like what and uh i kind of just want to pop in and just like do a quick tour you know i didn't really want to spend all day doing that and you know an unorganized tour wasn't really what we were in the mood for and we had a lot of ground to cover so we could see it and it was gorgeous um but you know we didn't do that tour but just be aware if you are going to do that you go to a central parking lot and then you get a shuttle bus and go up and do the tour um so you can check out their website or whatever um to get the details on that but that's in san simeon um and then we went past uh past that town into piedras blancas uh that's a beach and they have elephant seals and they were everywhere they were they oh were my gosh too. they are enormous and there were sea lions and other seals there too but um the elephant seals were there and they're just really kind of crazy looking laid out on the beach oh yeah yeah and they were all in the sun and they actually were dusting themselves with sand and i got a little video of that and put it on instagram if you're not following us on instagram you need to because that's where we share all of our um food and travel photos so hop over to instagram and follow us at real food whole health um but yeah i got a little video of them dusting sand with their flippers they were flipping sand up on them so that they weren't like sunburning yep. it was really funny so it was seals as far as the eyes could see and uh it was kind of cool so then you just keep driving and you go through all these little towns and you know you're winding all along um all along the ocean so there's tons of places to pull off and take pictures and see you know major overviews and it's really stunning i mean you can even check for whales up along the way so that was cool we didn't see any but um other people did we missed them um and you know the little towns are cool some have you know places to stop and things to see and some don't really have much of anything so um, we passed by the Bixby Bridge, and that was really cool. I had, you know, that's kind of a famous bridge to take pictures of, and, you know, waves crashing, sandy beaches, big rock cliffs. It's actually fairly dramatic. So <laughs> It's hard to get enough of all that. It really was, and the road itself is really interesting. I mean, it's very tight hairpin turns, and 
um, you know, gaining elevation and then coming back down. And then, yeah, it's really quite a drive. So it's not something you want to do in a massive, you know, motorhome. Of course, we were in our, our SUV, but it was really cool. Um, and then we actually went to Julia Pfeffer Burn State Park. And I highly recommend that stop. And it's kind of before you're going to come into um, Big Sur. So it's before you get into Big Sur, you'll see the state park. And you pull over into the parking lot. And then you actually go across. Or you can walk through this, like, huge tunnel. It's like a, what am I trying to say? Like a water pipe tunnel. Yeah. Um which is kind of crazy, but it goes under the road and you walk over and then you can do this little hike. It actually doesn't take very long. It's maybe like 30 minutes and you go down all these little stairs and you're walking through redwood um, forest groves and you go over to the edge of this like cliff and can look back at like an 80 foot waterfall and it's just pouring down onto the beach. Oh, it's it. amazing. And it's a, you know, it's an exclusive little beach. Like you can't get to it. It's um, like it is a beach from a movie that you would want to <laughs> be on because yeah. it's like white sand and the, you know, the blue water's rolling in and there's this and little cliff waterfall. with a tree. Yeah. The waterfall. And it's just amazing. And there's gorgeous plants everywhere and all those majestic redwoods. And it was really awesome. So that was just a quick little you know, like I said, maybe a 30-minute thing, um, but really, really cool. So, um, and then we kept driving down and kind of came upon this naval base, and it was like this kind of surreal area where the naval base was just, I mean, you kind of didn't know that's what it was unless you saw the sign, but there were cows, beautiful, beautiful cows all over the rolling hills, green, green, green grass. And it was just this, like such a picturesque, I was totally remembering that commercial Happy, Happy cows. cows come from California. And I'm like, yeah, I bet they do. Because looking at that um, area, I mean, I would have been happy to be there if I lived there. It was amazing. The green grass and then the ocean was just right there. And all these hills and wildflowers. Oh, the poppies were really pretty, the bright orange poppies. So that was just really something. And we went into Big Sur and then actually went and had lunch somewhere. I can't quite remember. But anyway, it was part of a hotel and we went up on this uh, cliff kind of overlooking the ocean and uh, sat outside and there were just like awesome birds everywhere there was like nut hatches you know the the yellow and black birds and they were just kind of visiting us from the trees and we just had a quick salad and and a a sparkling water and just went on our way so that was just kind of a nice stop and um, everywhere you go it's just so pretty so after Big Sur, um, before you get to Monterey, you actually go up through Pebble Beach, and that's a cool area. There's a lot to check out. We didn't actually go down on the golf courses, but of course that's famed for its golf courses. So, and I think the food and wine um, festival was yeah, some big festival. Was yeah, going gonna the be there. After we were there yeah. yeah, so I'm kind of sad that we missed that. But anyway, um, that was really neat. And then we turned around at uh, at Monterey, and we actually took the highway back. Um, because otherwise I don't think we would have been able to go all that in one day. I didn't feel like doing it in the dark, and then it would have taken so much longer. Yeah, and it was actually sort of interesting to go on the highway, because you go through a lot of agricultural towns, and, um, you know, you just see vegetables growing um, by the hundreds, you know, lining the sides of the road. So it was sort of interesting to kind of see all that go on and, um, you know, wonder what was happening. And I think we went by the Driscoll Strawberry 
um, fields and all of that. So anyway, it was just sort of interesting to kind of see all of that. So we got back to um, Paso that night and just uh, kind of late, actually, um, and just sort of took it easy the next day, caught up on some work and, and some things like that. And then uh, after that, we went to the farmer's market. And the farmer's market in Paso is really cute. It's not terribly huge, but it is around the main square and tons of organic options, really nice people. We probably spent an hour walking through there and picked up a few things to make for dinner. And uh, that was really lovely. Um, so, and then we, later in the day, we went and did some wine tasting at the different wineries on the square. What's really nice about Paso, I think they have like 60 to 100 wineries in the area. It's really a lot. It's a bunch, and it's not too too far away from each other either. It's a pretty concentrated area. Yeah, but most of them are only open until about 5 in the afternoon, and we don't usually stop, you know, doing work and get out much before that. So we can maybe hit one or two, but... Um, to get to all of them was going to be, you know, kind of hard to do. So what's neat is that they, a lot of them have tasting rooms on the square, um, and those have slightly different hours. So that was kind of nice to be able to hit up a few different places right on the square. When you could just walk, you didn't have to drive and, and try to find the place. But we did go to some wineries out at their location um, just because we wanted to see the grounds. Yeah, and it's nice to see the setting there. Exactly. Yeah, it was really neat. Um, so around the square, we went to Chateau Lateau, and they did some really awesome tastings, and they actually had a cheese pairing. Um, it was actually really inventive cheese pairing, really unusual cheeses uh, with their wines, and so that was really kind of fun. Um, and then we went to Rabbit Ridge, and Rabbit Ridge, I think it's not all their own wine. I think they carry a lot of other ones. To me, that was the most touristy of all the places that we went. It wasn't quite as boutique. Yeah. Um, but really some nice selections there. Dabino, uh, Ascension Ridge, Arroyo Robles, LXV Wine Lounge, and I think LXV was the one we went to that they did the spice, spice tasting. Spice tasting. That was really interesting. That was very cool. And so what they did is, um, rather than pairing like cheese or chocolate or something with the wine, they um, they paired spices. And so the way that they would give you spices is they took um, a small piece of cheese and rolled it in. It was just like a mild, you know, cheddar or something. And they rolled it in the spices um, so that then you could try that with the wine. And their reasoning was that you weren't actually pairing wine with the food, you're pairing it with the, the spices that the food is cooked with, which is actually quite true because if you're going to pair, you know, um, a wine with chicken, you could go red or white because if you've got a really light preparation with like capers and lemon and whatever, a white might fit a bit better. But if you've got kind of a savory preparation, yeah, maybe a more solid, yeah, with like red that. wine and mushrooms and bacon and things like that, a red might actually go better. So it was really interesting to try that, and it was very different than anybody else was doing. Um, and then there was Bodegas, Paso Robles, and, uh, and a few other ones, really. We just kind of bounced around the square and, you know, tried a little bit at each place. So that was cool. And then that night, we actually went to Fish Gaucho for dinner, and that was really delicious. Um, they had one heck of a pozole. Though. Yeah, they had a great pozole, which is um, like a, a Mexican um, soup. And everything was really well sourced, very local, um, lots of organic options, lots of gluten-free options, and um, 
it was just really lovely. So we set out on the patio and and had dinner, and that was a really neat place. So again, that was called Fish Gaucho. So anyway, um, and then I think the next day is actually when we went out to some of the wineries. We went to Lavigne and uh, Rosho Port Cellars, um, and then we went over to Cambria and uh, and did sunset there. And that's when like we went back to Centrally Grown, and it was so so windy. And, oh, that wind was cold. I actually got out to take a picture of the sunset, and I had to run back to the car. It was so cold. My eyes were watering. I couldn't even take the picture. So, um, yeah, that was really funny. Cambria is just this weird little seaside town that somehow is, like, super windy all the time. Um, And then we went to Artisan for dinner, and that is on the square. Um, Pretty much everything is kind of around the square in Paso. It's really easy to find. Um, and that's a really fun farm-to-table place. So um, I think we had a short rib and a horseradish mashed potato and some veggies. And um, I think they did some really great Brussels sprouts. And that was a really, a really good time. Yeah. So anyway, and then uh, let's see. After that, we went down into uh, San Luis Obispo, which is another town. It's actually a college town not terribly far away, maybe, what, 30 minutes or so? Yeah, I think about that. And they're known for their huge farmer's market, and I mean huge. I mean streets and streets, and it's an evening farmer's market, and so everybody comes out um, at night, and it was just amazing. I mean, there's people making food everywhere. There were um, lots of, you know, live music acts, um, depending on what street you were on. It was really cool. Um, So that was something that we really enjoyed and, you know, got to meet tons of different farmers and just really interact with a lot of people and then we went around the corner to this uh, tapas restaurant Luna Red and just had a a quick and light dinner and uh, just sat at the bar it was a great place so uh, lots to see and do there and then we went over to Sycamore Mineral Springs uh, not very far away and they had outdoor hot tubs so it was really cool it was a private outdoor hot tub um, like a old-fashioned kind of wooden teak hot tub out under the stars and you could even hear um, the ocean so that was a really fun place to go uh, and relax and those are mineral springs natural mineral springs Uh, there's actually several places in Paso that have the mineral springs there's even a hotel there that some of the rooms have mineral spring um, jacuzzis in the rooms yeah, but this was the only place we found that had the outdoor tub, which was really nice. Yeah, we really like that, so that you get the fresh air and can be out under the stars, which is really lovely. And, you know, it's just it's just a private room, and so you can just go and hang out and, um, and do the hot tubs. And then uh, after that, we drove down to the pier uh, and saw the seals. They were... We actually couldn't see them. It was so dark, but we could hear them. They were under us, and they were definitely there. Oh, my gosh. They were so loud. It sounded like you were kind of in an alien planet. (laughs) They were making all kinds of crazy noises, and they were actually sort of fighting. And, you know, you could tell somebody wanted to be on the pier that somebody else was on. Being rather territorial. Yeah, they were being very territorial. Uh, So that was kind of a funny, surreal experience. And actually, the drive over to the pier was a little crazy because um, it's all wood. And so you drive out on this wooden pier and, you know, it's creaking and um, making all these noises under your car. And, of course, it's perfectly safe, uh, but it didn't feel that way sometimes. So that was a little bit of an adventure, but it was really kind of neat. And then we got out and walked along, you know, under the moonlight, under the 
on the beach and all of that. So that was really nice. Uh, and then headed back to Paso uh, to the RV resort. Uh, and the next day we went down on the square again because, again, it's there's so many things. You've got to kind of walk around and pop into all the little shops and there's tons of just like, you know, um, family-owned places and just really unique um, little shops. So uh, I think that day we went to Panalevo for lunch. Uh, it's a little French bistro um, and walked by the Brown Butter Cookie Company afterwards. I think they were giving out samples or something. Yeah, and that piqued our interest. Yeah, they drew us in. I'm like, oh, brown butter, you don't say. So that was really interesting and definitely delicious. Um, and there were a few other little stores that we just popped in and, you know, I mean, all the clothes and scarves and little handbags and art galleries and, you know, more wine tasting. And so it's just kind of a nice area to walk around. And then that park, um, you know, has big trees. And I think we met lots of cool little puppy dogs there. People, yeah, everybody's walking <laughs> their dog there. We always have to go up and meet people's dogs. They're just we're such dog people so we have to go see can we meet your puppy so it was kind of fun um and then I guess our last day there um before we headed to San Francisco we uh we went to Thomas Hill Organics for lunch and that place really has elevated food to art I mean it really was just extraordinary yeah the, the presentation and everything oh. was just really outlandish something. really amazing um so that's a really cool little spot, and because we were there for lunch, we were able to sit out on the patio, and it's all covered, um, but you still get, you know, the fresh air and sort of some sunshine, but it's, you know, protected a little bit as well, and so it didn't, you know, it wasn't like a lot of bugs and that kind of stuff, and they have a lot of plants and flowers out there, so that was really cool. Um, and then we went to Dow um, Vineyards, and this was, I think, my favorite the view was certainly stunning. Oh, it's the highest elevation winery in all of Paso. Um, and Paso is quite hilly and kind of mountainous. So that was really saying something. But, you know, you drive up and it's a little bit out of town, but it's a beautiful drive. And I mean, it's maybe 10 or 15 minutes, but yeah, not far. no. And you go up and it is really an extraordinary winery. The building is just beautiful. It's sort of like a Tuscan castle kind of feel. Um, and there's lavender growing all on the hillside. I mean, just hundreds and hundreds of plants of lavender, um, which was really something. And then, of course, all of their vineyards, and they employ a lot of natural techniques like planting rose bushes at the end of their rows of grapes because that helps keep some of the pests away from the grapes so they don't have to um, use chemical methods. I mean, I, I know that they were very sustainably minded. So um, anyway, it was just beautiful to see because even though that's part of, you know, keeping pests away, they're beautiful rose bushes. So that was amazing. And then, you know, you go into this tasting room and I think it was like this white onyx, which I hadn't white onyx. Usually onyx is black, but it was this white mineral bar um, that was all backlit. It was really kind of surprising and stunning as you walk in. Um, and quite impressive. Oh, the whole operation. Yeah. Was. And the wines were incredibly delicious. Really, really good. Very well done. Um, you know, just a, t a huge selection, actually. And uh, we really enjoyed that. So we did a tasting and then grabbed a glass and went and sat out on the patio. And the patio, you know, this is all at the top of 
um, this hill. So you can look out really 270 degrees. You can't see all the way around, but you can see three quarters of the way around. And it was really amazing. And they had these Adirondack chairs out on the ledge and um, of this cliff. And you can go sit there um, and just hang out. And they have just flowers everywhere. They had a big fountain. It's really uh, a must-see. Very well done. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. And, uh, and that was a perfect end to our day. Uh, or to our visit in Paso, yeah. So that night we just went back and uh, grilled some steaks at the RV park. Um, we didn't actually have our personal grill at that time, um, but yeah. they had a big grill they there that we could use, yeah. yeah. And uh, so we did steaks and asparagus and uh, played some bean bags and hung out by the fire pit and uh, just kind of took it easy because the next day we took off for San Francisco. So uh, that's where we'll pick up next week. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Again, remember, uh, I know that you're probably multitasking while you're listening, so remember that we have all the detailed show notes with links to any of the restaurants or sightseeing or anything that we talked about on our website at realfoodwholehealth.com under podcasts, under episodes. Find today's episode and you'll find all the show notes for today. Thanks again for joining us and we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us today, and please remember to leave us an iTunes review. Also, head over to our website at realfoodwholehealth.com and enter your email to receive free goodies, discounts, updates, and more. See you next time on the Real Food Whole Health Podcast.